Week 7 was pretty exciting, and we had a lot to talk about. I still left in some of the pre-show where we just mutually shit on my new, my old apartment while I await my new one. And also while listening, I noticed I said I say the word like way too often, so that's a little embarrassing. Enjoy. I need to figure out how to get a filter on my camera so I don't look so... So I don't look so freaking washed out, but <laughs> white, 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 your your wall just white. yellow yellow mustard, like a yeah, like do a, this because like I live tarnish. Oh, my apartment sucks, man. <laughs> You've been here. Hopefully, I put in my application and all that for the new place, and you know I showed you the floor plan, but it's freaking yeah, nice, I like it. So. I like it. I looked it yeah, up. It, yeah, it yeah, it'll be good. Like a two bedroom, two bath with working. AC and a connected garage because I took your advice to go for the first floor. That's right. Apartment. That's so yeah, so hopefully I get approved for it. But I can't move until August, so I got to sit in this dog shit apartment for another few months. Uh, enjoy the summer in that apartment too, where you only get one one room cooled. Hey. Oh yeah, and that I told you that window unit is so loud. I wear earplugs <laughs> when I sleep now, but it's still not quiet enough. And uh, have you heard that people have you heard that people that live like near those wind turbines yeah get, they like, like, hear, like a constant humming and stuff too yeah i think that's happening to me man <laughs> hey, i'm gonna like be, lose i'm gonna lose my mind just be glad you aren't doing a summer in texas without ac so you're doing you, you don't have ac yeah. no i do no, I'm just saying, if he was doing that at least he's I don't even know Arizona. if that's legal to not have AC in, in Texas. Arizona, <laughs> Carl, it's, Arizona's illegal. If you have a house that doesn't have AZ, AC, oh, yeah. AZ, you can't rent it out. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Carl's uh, uh lives in nice places. Yeah. <laughs> but I will be I will be joining the rest of the human race soon and getting out of this. Like I didn't talk to one of my bosses at work in forever, and then he, I got on a video conference with him, and he's like, nice cinder blocks, dude. Are you in a fucking prison or what? <laughs> <laughs> he didn't say fucking, but it was he like immediately yeah. started shitting on my part. I was like, oh, when I, when I visited crazy. you, it threw me back to like cheap It looks like an old it looks like an old dorm. That's what it's like. Yeah. yeah. Like well, dorm. dude, it was great. It was great during COVID and while I was doing like contract bullshit that wasn't making much money and I was taking all kinds of vacations. Because it's cheap as hell. Yeah. But like, all right, you want to like. Joel live streaming from his bunker. Yeah, you want to <laughs> have like, you want to bring like a nice girl home. Like, she's like, cool. Can I sit on your old couch and sweat? That sounds awesome. <laughs> yeah. Not the good kind of sweating. Like, the, yeah. it's just miserable. Yeah, exactly. So uh, we'll fix, should... we'll be fixing that soon. Oh, should we jump in? Yeah, yeah, dude. I don't like. I don't know where to start because there was so much going on even before the race started. But well, um, I, I, I know. Where I think we have to start with the winner. Yeah, dude, what a what a stud, man. Dude, well, what about how about the fact that we all talked about we were interested to see how KTM would finish, and two of their bikes finished in the top ten. I know, and the other, I I actually think the other one would would have done pretty well too. I did not wrecked. What, yo, yeah, well, they had the two Tech 3s wrecked, but Brad, I mean, Brad finished, right? Bender, yeah, he got eight. Eight overall, yeah. I think. I think eight or seven. So the, fact, the factory guys finished, and then the two satellite guys that are not going to be in MotoGP next year, I don't think. No. Uh, he already lost his seat. Dude, that bike already, is nice. Uh, yeah, well, Ika already lost his seat. They're bringing in Remy Gardner from Moto2, another Aussie. 
And then um, Danilo, like the way he's performing, mm. KTM's like, dude, our bike's good. You can't ride it. You're a good racer, but you can't ride our bike, so you're going to have to leave. You weren't, uh, Greg, you didn't really watch last year, but no. the whole year, me and Joel were just talking about how pumped up we were with KTM. And so I was really kind of disappointed in their slow start, but with that new chassis and oh, the fuel, they are looking so good. They have been looking so great these last two races. I, yeah, I have well, to admit I underestimated um, the guy who won. I think it's, is it Miguel? Is that his name? Um, I underestimated. I thought Bender was the better rider, but Miguel has outperformed him the last two races. Miguel won two races last year. One of them was because the two guys in front were fighting and they got mixed up in it. He swept through. And then the other race he won, he won at Portimao in Portugal. The, the first race of the year this year, or the sorry, not the first race, the third race was the last race of last year. And Miguel blew everyone away mm. by just effortless. So Miguel's very, very good. And so would, dude, you say, he, is he, would you say he is better than Bender then? Yeah, right now he is. I don't okay. know if Bender will end up with a better career, but like power rankings wise, yeah, he's better than okay. Bender right now. Um, yeah, did you see? Oh, and whenever you listen to Miguel interview, dude, he's just like he, like he's one of the most like not just well spoken, but he's like kind of a deeper thinker than a lot of these other mm -hmm. racers. He's a really smart, dude. Yeah, um, but yeah, dude. Uh, did, did you guys okay? Did you guys think the penalty on Fabio was sufficient? I'm not. I don't sure know. I don't know if, the, I, uh, if I would be able to answer that. Just I don't, know, I don't know enough. So sufficient. I think it was. Uh, I don't know. It's hard to like. I'm not. A, I guess I don't have enough background in the penalties, like to say that this was adequate and normal. Or he should have had a longer or shorter, but definitely, obviously, the penalty is warranted. Well, here's here's my thing on it, is that I agree. He essentially said on Instagram, like everybody calling for me to get more penalties is a pussy. Like I, if I'm racing with my chest protector open, I'm the only one in danger, and I'm just like not a little girl. I'll ride naked if I have to. Essentially, his attitude, but. In which I agree with, but Joan brought up a Joan Mir brought up a good point. It's like the dude dumped a piece of plastic on the track. Like you can't do that. Yeah. Like yeah, somebody hits that, that could fuck oh, them up. Big time. That's a that's a so, huge injury risk. Based on that, I kind of think he should have been black flagged. Just like mm. that's where they like middle of the race, they point the fight at you and like get out. So that did, that, should, that DNF you. Yeah, you're done. Yeah. yeah. I actually, you know, and I'm usually the guy to like be on safe. It's like, but you can't dump shit on the track. No. Um, I didn't see. Did he also get a penalty for running out off the track? I didn't yeah, he, see that. He came back in too quickly. Like he should have let Jack pass him before he came back in. Gotcha. Yeah. But it doesn't matter because Jack ended up ahead of him anyway. I think he got demoted all the way to sixth. Jack had a great race, by the way. Yeah, didn't he look good? He looked great, but he looked great in practice too. And I loved, yeah, your, I loved your video you sent when uh, Mark was following him. 
And he's just Dude, that was so badass. He's just like, he's yeah. like, how much are you gonna pay me for giving you a toe, bro? Yeah. Uh... And then Mark shook his hand afterwards at the end of the session. He went over and like did the hand class. It's like, yeah, dude, that's how it is. Yeah. Like, even if Jack is annoyed by it, he's not gonna admit it. Does Mark do that a lot now? This is the second time I've seen that. So is he? Is this like a ritual of his that he does to kind of get under writer's skins? Or he's. He's been doing it all year, but he's most of his pole positions in his career. He's always by he's by himself. Okay. He doesn't need a toe to get a pole position normally. He's okay. done it a few times in the past, mostly for the mental thing. But now he's like, uh, I can't qualify unless I get a toe. And he's right. <laughs> he can. Yeah. yeah, the Hondas. I was going to in the middle of the race before he wrecked. You know, the Hondas yeah. are still looking bad, and oh, looking then I was going to. Well, Mark was sitting in sixth place for a while until he wrecked. And I was about to, when that happened, I was just thinking, it looks like Mark is covering for the Honda problems again. Yeah. Yeah, because uh, Taka or Taka, he didn't look good at all. Taka looked terrible. He got two long lap penalties. I wasn't looking at his <laughs> dashboard. So he, like, didn't notice. And then the other one... And then Paul dumped it, man, because that Honda is just – it sucks. Okay, what's going on with, with Taka, too, on his, like – I don't know. Maybe it's the Honda bike, but on the straightaways, it doesn't look like he's getting up and going. It's like he's it, – it doesn't look like he's ever trying to make up ground. Like he's just consistently – I don't know if he's, like, trying to long win the race or what, but he doesn't – some guys, you know, they kind of, like, shoot out like a, a – you know, they just kind of get after it on their – right out of turns. And when you watch Taka – just he just looks like he's just kind of chilling. I don't think he's comfortable on that bike. Okay. Nobody is. Nobody he had like the races where he says I have good feeling, like he performed well. Yeah. But that bike's just been shitty. And bad look for Honda, man. Bad look. Yeah. There's like Honda Repsol Honda is like the most famous, like they're the regarded as the top team. They're like the Los Angeles Lakers or of mm, okay. Of MotoGP. Like, they don't always win, but, like, if you play for the Lakers, that's a big deal. Yeah. Mm -hmm. The same with the Yankees, like, Yankees or Red Sox or something. That's what Honda Reps, Repsol Honda is, and they've just sucked. It's their bike seems to be the problem. More than just pole is new and he can't ride it and Mark's recovering. It's more than that. It's their bike sucks. Alex, like, Alex Marquez, I didn't even hear his name spoken until the race when Matt was going through everybody's <laughs> starting positions. All weekend. Well, and Taka almost had a look at Q2, you know, getting through. And that was like some of the best that I've seen him race so far. But I mean, last year he was very consistent. Yeah. And Alex towards the end was just so good. And Pole was obviously fantastic when he was on KTM. And so just like <laughs> Sorry, yeah. sorry, Honda. Yeah, so I got that in my notes. Honda is still a piece of shit. <laughs> so between, so we know that KTM is just getting, you know, getting better each week. We know Honda has been progressively getting worse. So I mean, that leaves us between the Yamaha and the uh, Suzuki, I guess, and Ducati. But I think out of all those three, you'd have to say Ducati's probably been the most consistent this year. Well, yeah, I mean, other than what Fabio's been able to do with the Yamaha, I yeah. agree with you. Overall, though, I'm talking about all, all the riders. Yeah. yeah, I agree with you. Ducati's been great. 
Which brings up something funny I noticed in uh, there was a between Matt and Steve were talking. They're talking about the bikes and they're just like, Ducati's just not looking good. I'm just like, bro, Zarco's number two <laughs> in the world champion. And they just, Jack's won a couple and yeah. they just went two, three. So I'm like, I don't think Ducati's doing as bad as you guys are saying. Uh, Dude, I was pulling Fran- so Francesco hard. Francesco is number four overall. Yeah, so, he hasn't like, looked good the last couple of races, but overall he's still. Yeah, you can't so forget about the good races he has had. I yeah. still think Yamaha might have the best overall talent, but bike right now is going to uh, Ducati for me. Yeah. Dude, I was pulling for Zarco so hard to uh, catch Miguel, but it was like he wasn't quite there, but that would have been awesome. He'll get a rate. He'll get a, he'll get his win this year. He's looking so he's good. looking great. So good. Yeah, you pointed that out a couple weeks ago, Carl. You thought that Zarco was just looking good, and then he kind of had a step back, but he's just really mature race from him today to like not really perform that well in practice and then just get the good qualifying, and then just he lost some places, and he just worked his way back the whole race. That seems like his game this whole year he's been kind of doing that, not a – he makes good moves, but he's just like consistent in the race. Yeah, uh, when we were talking about, yeah, um, I just wanted to mention one other thing with the bikes. Suzuki, I am like, okay, Reigns, you know, <laughs> always crashing, but they don't have any guts. Dude, I don't know that the way what Mir did on the first lap was pretty freaking impressive. I agree, but it's just it doesn't seem like they can handle the the speed. They don't have the speed of the KTMs, the Ducatis, even the Yamahas. It doesn't seem like okay. they can match the speed. So I'll give you my take on Suzuki, and you're welcome to disagree with it. Uh, on qualifying, I think the Suzuki riders need to go win it or bin it on the on when they get into Q2. Like honestly, I don't think they've crashed enough. That sounds weird to say, but like, I don't really think they found the limit of their bike in qualifying. They crash in practice and stuff when they're working on race pace, but I never see them crash when they put in the soft rubber for a hot lap. And so I don't think they say, like, and I've maintained a couple years ago on a not-so-different Suzuki bike, uh, Andrea Iannone used to put that bike on the front row in qualifying hmm. because he, he was known, his nickname is Maniac. Like, cause he goes all out. Yeah. So I think Mir doesn't have the balls to qualify good, frankly. And Alex does. And that's why Alex crashes more, but he's got some balls and that's why he'll get closer to the front sometimes. And then on the race pace, sorry, I'll just finish. Yeah, no, 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 take keep going. I have a question about the tire when you get, when you get done. Okay. And on, when it comes to race pace, I, we said it early in the year and Steve and Matt still haven't gotten the memo that Suzuki does not have the late, race tire advantage that they used to have and you just saw it again today uh joan was hanging back and steve said you know joan saving something back 100 he's saving something and then he did and i was i looked at that i was like nah dude he's not coming back suzuki doesn't have the advantage they did and joan actually they mentioned in one of the practice sessions that joan said something to suzuki during the off days He's like, why? Like every other bike has made a step this year except ours, and he's right. 
And we actually said that at the beginning of the year. And actually, I remember some scattered news reports saying Suzuki saying, uh, "We won the race, we won the title last year, and we had the best bike. So it's kind of hard for us to figure out what to do because we're already the best." Well, now you're not, guys. So maybe <laughs> you need to figure something out. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry, I'm done. They're better than Honda. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, at this point, dude, I think we could go down to the dealership and get like a street bike that would do better than Honda. What was so, your question, Greg? So, with the tires, um, what what tires do do the racers typically all use the same one? I mean, I'm sure they test out different ones during practice, but during the actual race, do they typically all go with the same? They have really this year for the most of the races, but this year, this race, we saw some different. Yeah, some and I saw. I saw like Francesco, he, he mentioned something after the race during his interview where he talked about that he chose the wrong tire, but I tried figuring yeah. out what tire he chose and I couldn't figure it out. Did he go with the soft one? He went with the medium and he was, okay. pit. he couldn't get it. It was slipping up on him too much is what he said. He got, he was best. He went with the wrong tire. Let me confirm. Let me confirm that. Cause I just saw the same. I just saw the same report is that medium tire, a mistake, impossible to accelerate said Pecco. Okay. That was the medium front. Or did he run both mediums? Oh, I could swear. Well, usually when they're talking acceleration, they're talking about the rear tire. Yeah, I thought I saw a lot of people running medium front hard back. So right. I saw a lot, a lot of people, people running that. Uh, Mar uh Sydney Phillips. All right, like nice write up crash.net. Like I you're know, saying, it doesn't say like, oh yeah, rear. No, it's right at the top. I missed it. I apologize. Crash.net. Medium rear tire. Medium rear tire. Okay. Yeah. Which yeah, is interesting good. because most people were running. A, I saw a lot of hard rears, especially yeah. the winners. So that was yeah. kind of like, I'm sorry, Pecco, but I think your fellow Ducatis ran. Hard rears. Yeah, I, yeah. Were you not looking at the data that Zarco? Yeah, were you not looking at Zarco and Jack's data? Yeah, I'm like, why would you pick a different tire than your than your teammates? After all their practice races as well. That was he really must have. He must have just felt better during practice on the medium. Yeah, and an FP4, and then made the. But yeah, that you see that from time to time. You see racers make the wrong call. It's because it's and, ultimately their decision. They're, the team recommends stuff. They look at the data. But the rider has the final word on what tire he runs. Which is funny that uh, Rossi always complains about his tire. He's the one with the final <laughs> putting well, the final with, word. Well, in. with well, with Rossi, he's not. Well, he is to his defense. He's not blaming his team, but uh, the he's just saying he likes says, the old one that he that they used to have. Is that what he's saying? Uh, I he's had tire issues for years with these Michelins, oh, so. Okay. No, he just he sucks whatever tires on. <laughs> uh, yeah, hard, medium, soft, it don't matter. Um, the other, I'll say uh, one last thing about tires. The last, the other outlier, Greg, KTM, mm -hmm. and this was part of the problem that they uh, we talked about at the beginning of the year because they love running hard fronts. KTM and, uh, does. Yeah, and yeah. they had the issue with the chassis and the fuel. But they also were talking because Michelin changed how they did their um, compound and their tires, and it affected KTM. And so they're kind of 
having trouble with that early on. But last year, I think they always, almost always ran hard front, and they were the wow. only one that did that. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, other impre other impressions from the race? I thought Maverick did okay. Um, I even thought John did okay too, considering how bad he start like his qualifying was. That's um, actually he, that's exact same way I felt about Frankie. I didn't think he started that well, but I thought he finished okay. He did finish okay. He got he got swallowed up on the start. Yeah, he did. <laughs> he fucked up his start. It's too bad because he had great pace. He I I thought he was. A, until he qualified poorly, I thought he was a podium threat. Yeah. What what happens at is is it just the Honda bike that they're having trouble starting? Well, you mean the Yamaha? Yamaha, yeah. Is it because he's had that issue? He's had that issue a couple of times this year. I'd say at least three times where he's had horrible, horrible starts. Part I know of it he's is kind of on the test just, bike. It's hard to launch a bike perfectly every time you screw it up. Um, I was riding a, a new bike this morning, uh, one of my buddies' bikes we switched, and I tried launching it to test its acceleration. <laughs> I almost killed it. And then oh. and then I got on it, and it was a fun little bike. Uh, I sh little bike. It was a big-ass bike, actually. But, um, <laughs> I, yeah, I screwed up. It's really easy to screw up a launch. But also, he has the older bike, and I don't know if the whole shot device doesn't work as well on his bike. Gotcha, yeah. Yeah, I just I've just noticed his races where he doesn't finish or he doesn't finish well are the ones where he just starts horrible, and he's had, yeah, he's had is, several of those this year. That is a Yamaha issue too, is that they have trouble passing people. Gotcha. Because they don't just for they don't have the poke. And, yeah. Uh, the my recurring thing, I, I almost want to start doing an award for it every week. Is which guy was the best on the brakes? Did the most, and it was clearly Jack this week. He had several times. Where you he pointed that out though in the practice. And he just and he yep. just outbreak. Like Fabio had some of the best examples the previous weeks, but Jack looked like no. Yeah, I know Zarco eventually passed him, but there was a couple times where it's like, holy shit, Jack got yeah. outbreaked everybody into that first Jack, corner. He did that in practice though. His run in practice, he did the same thing. He was taking a hard turns. Yeah, man, and he actually. That first loop where Marquez tried following him in FP1, he dumped Mark by being so late <laughs> on the break. And then he screwed up he screwed up his lap later and Mark caught yeah. up to him. But he ditched him because of his breaking. Yeah, he's he's been impressive. Yeah, once he kind of got his head together and like is back to his old like <clears throat> uh you know, good eye, mate. Like let's race some bikes. Like once he got back to his happy go lucky jack self, he's like racing now, like he did at the end of last year. He was yeah. just like really, I think he had some health issues with his arm pump and he was just really nervous at the beginning of the year being a new factory Ducati rider. There, I actually think, and uh, Matt and Steve brought it up, um, and I was going to bring it up about Jack because the, the injury is continuing because he has to get his arm drained every single race. So and I wasn't got clear it, on that. Were they talking about arm pump? Yeah, his arm pump. They're still like last week. They drained it between every day, and then the doctors were saying, "We're draining it too much. This could lead to infection." And now he's getting okay. it drained before every race. Okay, so I thought I was listening. I heard that too in practice, and then they mentioned it again. And the second time they mentioned it, they told the exact same story about Alicia Spargaro. 
And when I heard it in practice the first time, I had to go back and listen again because I was like, wait, are they talking about Jack? And it wasn't really clear from the commentary if they were that they were showing Jack on screen and then they started. I actually think they might be talking about Alish. No, they're still because Jack is still having you see him really stretching out his arm. He's still having to get it drained. I think they talked about that last week as well. Him getting that before each uh, free practice or before okay, each day. Well, well, well I'll, I'll take your word for it for now, but I don't know. I am going to look check later to see if I know that's probably happening, but to see if the serious issues where they were turning it off because their infection is a Jack thing or an Alish thing. Cause I really did hear him say that about Alish later. I do remember them mentioning his like getting his arm drained again last week. Um, I do remember them talking about that last week about Jack. And you know he had all of the arm pump problems at the beginning of the year. And it took a while for them to calm down and now he's doing well, but actually was kind of curious if that's gonna be a prolonged issue. Can he keep up this pace with that? Yeah, I'm worried. I'd be worried too. They did say so that first story is the one where they said, oh, yeah, the, there's so much fluid in there, it could fill a Coke can. That was the anecdote they used. And then when they were talking later about the arm pump issues, they were very specifically talking about Alish because they said there was fluid on his motorcycle and the mechanics thought it was like from the bike, like Jeez. brake fluid or something. And then they're like, holy shit, this is from his arm. That's crazy. Yeah. So that one was about Alish. So I, I like, oh. I don't know. I, I'm not saying you heard wrong because I heard the same thing. I'm saying maybe Matt and Steve screwed it up. Or they weren't clear who they were talking about. Jack has Jack has had it drained. I just don't know if he's got the serious issues that Alicia has. Okay. I just I could be totally I, wrong I though, and I'm mixing. And so this week aside, I just remember also them mentioning it last week. Um, so I, so that might be continuing or we might've told that story about something else. It sounds like something Jack would say. I get scared for these arm pump surgeries the same way I get scared for pitchers in baseball who get Tommy John surgery. It's like, you start worrying, like, is this going to be, or any sport when you have a surgery, you're like, is this mm. going to be a recurring thing that right. screw? it's not so much Tommy John. It's more like a basketball player that like our knees you know, or blazer fans. So it's Brandon Roy, like, yeah. yeah when they, when <laughs> knee like, surgery as a basketball player it just keeps going every, like every year they yeah. get another one. And they start talking about draining fluid and crap all the time. Brandon Roy getting his knees drained all the time. It's bringing back terrible memories. So yeah, what is it? What are they? What is that surgery that a lot of athletes do where you actually don't have to? It's like the meniscus tear. Where they'll go and they'll clean it up, but you can you can't actually like play with it or play through it. I think so. Yeah. I'm gonna so, um I think we cover like I had that was everything I had to talk about as far as like what actually happened. I had some more like philosophical questions for you guys. Why don't we pull up uh stuff. next next race? Is it Germany? Oh I I had just okay, a couple before, like last minute what, uh just like not race, just kind of like uh, things happening about like uh, the pretty much confirmed Rossi retirement. You know, of course, we all are pretty no surprised. Brad got signed for a confirmed three years KTM. 
I didn't see they that. Better be signing, they better be signing Miguel now, too. Man. Yeah. And the quick change for Maverick, new crew chief. <laughs> and like, mid. It, it, uh, it sounds like. Uh, who knows, but it sounds like Yamaha bosses were the ones who did that. And I think they probably went Maverick and were like, yo, you ain't. You're not performing, man. We got to make. We're gonna, if you're not going to mix things up, we will. And we're bringing in this guy that's a proven winner. I know you like your other boy, but it's not coming together. And I think Maverick has a two-year deal. Like he's actually signed through next year too. But they're gonna like they're absolutely gonna get Frankie on the factory machinery next year, and then I he'll be just, on the factory team the year after say- he performs. If they don't get Frankie on the factory machine, I think he's going to look to jump somewhere else. I, I would be on the – if I was – it just in my mind, I, I'm thinking KTM could try to steal someone here. If they have a couple solid races, you know, if they put together some more solid races, they may be able the tra- to pull, pull a, a top-tier racer. That's a great That's a great point. The trouble is Frankie's going to want a factory ride, and KTM doesn't have one to offer him. Gotcha. They have a satellite. They have Tech 3. They have a satellite ride to offer him. They don't have a factory ride. I don't think anyone has a spot on their factory team. No, they don't. So Frank Frank will decide, do I, like, go to Tech 3 KTM and, like, there's there's not a seat going to be available on their factory team for years? Or do I just slug it out in Yamaha for another year and then hopefully take Matt's seat? Yeah. He'll definitely get an upgraded bike, so that might change things for him. Hopefully. What are the what are the rules though? Like, let's say if KTM had somebody that was, you know, like a, a, a Zarco or something that was a top rider that said, "Hey, I want to ride for you." Can they can they end a contract early? Like, you know, it, contracts are contracts in sports. Yeah, you, you can buy them out. A team will will sign someone for three years, and they be like, "Guys, didn't work out. We're going to cut this guy." Can they do that? Do you see that happen often, or is that very not not as uh, frequent? I don't think it happens very often because no rider wants to sign with a team that could dump you. If they, oh, I have a if a team is known for having riders on multi-year contracts that they just cut, yeah, because of one a few bad races or a season, no rider is going to want to sign with them. So that'll hurt them recruiting other top riders. Gotcha. So no, but KTM is going to be Brad's a been a KTM guy for years now, not just in the MotoGP, but lower levels. Mm-hmm. And Miguel's winning races, so there's no risk at KTM. Like It doesn't matter who it is, KTM's not going to ditch either of those guys. And the last thing was they mentioned it, but I don't know if uh, you might know this. Kind of the question about Rins for me, and but I don't know if Suzuki's even looked at maybe there's new guys that they might I mean he's got a lot of talent but the last two years have been lots of crashes and so I just had is should that be something out there that maybe they'll replace him I don't know if he has another year on his contract or I think he does but I also don't know their farm Suzuki's uh, farm system essentially because they don't have any satellite teams so they're going to have to pull from Moto2 and Joan and Alex were both Suzuki riders for years. So they were really confident. They taught these guys to ride their bike going back years. Uh, got them ready. So 
Um, I don't see them. I don't know who they have in the wings. That's a question for better informed. <laughs> Fabio, people. or not Fabio, but uh, Morbidelli. Franco switching to Suzuki. Actually, that's a good point. Frankie would be good on that bike. He's a smooth rider. That's what the Suzuki needs. Is a smooth rider, especially one that knows how to is a proven good qualifier. Which Frankie's been up you and know, down this year, you know but who else? he's a proven good qualifier. Oh yeah, you know who else would be really good on that? I don't think they would ever make the switch, but I mean if they kept having issues, they may just because they know that they're better is Mark. I don't think so. I don't think that's Mark's kind of bike. He's a Mark could be better suited with ATM. With KTM, he, you said? Yeah, Mark likes a bike he can bully. And oh, okay. the Suzuki is a bike you need to baby. Mm. Um, and that's why we thought Pole was going to be really good on the Honda because he came from the KTM. Oh. Uh, but it, it's clear the Honda bike sucks, and that's why Pole is having struggles. I, I mean, I, I think it's only been one race where Honda's had a, a podium this year, right? <laughs> yeah. Have they? Are they or have they not? I mean, not maybe not put them in a top five because Taka got four. That's what it was, right? Yeah, that might be the best to finish this year. Yeah, not looking good for them, but um, and I'll just say that we beside we have really powerful commentators curse because we called Alex a crasher after his first crash. <laughs> yeah, we crash. Did. three races after that, and now he can't even fucking get to the races. <laughs> Crashes on a bike. On a bicycle, he's a, he's on a bicycle clowning around on the crash. Uh, uh, crashes, so yikes! Um, okay, so before we preview next week, uh, just a couple quick questions: What you guys thought? Because we didn't talk about the the Jason, the Moto Three rider that literally died last week. Oh yeah, um, I saw that in the news. I didn't really, I don't really know so much about him. I'll give you my takes on it. I, Two questions about it. One, actually kind of three quick things. One, couple riders thought they shouldn't be racing at all after a rider dies. I say, no, you suit up because that's what you signed up for. Um, that's my thought on that. Sorry, I know it's sad, but maybe you don't have to memorial directly before your race. You do it later. But I think, no, yeah. you should, the race should go on. I mean, it's like when Kobe died, right? And the, everybody played basketball in like memory of like Kobe, right? Everybody like they did like the the eight second. They held the ball for eight seconds, and they held the ball again for twenty four to like honor his two numbers. But they like still played on because like that's what any great athlete they want you to continue to play the sport because they love the sport. To them, it's more than a sport. Yeah. You you signed up for risk of death, my guy. I know it's I know it's tough, and you may be rattled, but no. Like, I mean, you gotta, you gotta race. To be honest, that's like literally any job, almost. Especially any job that has some sort of danger associated with it. That's just kind of part of it. Yeah, which leads into the next thing is that every now and then you hear like a, 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 a journalist. Journalists love saying this shit. They say these guys put their lives on the line, and I my day is. Yeah, technically they do, but they don't put their lives – they're not running to burning buildings here. They risk. They race in a really risky sport because they're addicted to adrenaline and they want fame and glory. Mm -hmm. So don't – they're like they risk their lives for you, the viewer. No, they don't. They want fame and glory. 
we love watching it. The risk of death is important is part of that. And like, you don't have to lionize them for it's cool. Like I had respect for them racing in a very dangerous sport, but they're not doing it for me. Like right. the show I, must go. I honestly don't think if you were to interview each and every one of them, most of them would probably say that they probably don't feel that it's dangerous. They'd probably say, Oh, we know there's a risk involved, but I don't, it's not like they're afraid to ride. It's not like they, you know, they think it's, it's dangerous. Like you and I would think that it may be dangerous or another, you know, common viewer. I think to them, it's just, this is what I do. They don't, they don't probably even have a second thought uh, that, that it's dangerous. Yeah. It's like, the, it's, go ahead. Carl, sorry. I said, yeah, I'll just finish up. And you'd say the, it's just another silly journalist. They do these things about random things. It's like, I think that like something I remember back, you know, when I uh, like, was the most dangerous catch that crab fishing and that's pretty dangerous i'm pretty sure the same and people died on that show as well and it's like they do the same thing about anything that's some view a spectator thing it's just like this is just their job it's like yeah some jobs are cooler not but it's like the we are not worthy it's like truck drivers during covid and like a nurse you put on a mask you went to work and like i mean good for like great you know i might even call it impressive to like undergo risk but i'm not going but you're not again you didn't run into a burning building to pull out my kid like you're not getting the hero treatment for me um yeah and that's kind of related to I've heard it also writers also complain that they don't like it when they crash the 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 replays immediately on the monitor for all the crashes and they have to like it rattles them they're like oh we have to think of the families and we don't like seeing it either and it's kind of like oh i'm getting harassed on twitter turn off your computer dude like if you don't like seeing rash replays there's a little power button on that screen in your box turn it off and I know they have big screens on the track where the riders can see it. Don't like, I would just ride your bike if you don't want to see a crash. I can't even imagine them usually looking at that screen. I, I, I mean, if if I was riding, you think you'd be so focused and locked in, you wouldn't really be able to even look up at the screen. At, and you're going fast yeah, too. I mean, I it's can't it's more when they go back. It's more when they go back to their garage and they sit in their chair. Oh, because okay. they one of the monitors in their garage is literally showing the same coverage that we see at home. Oh, okay. So they get to see the broadcast. But if you tell your teams to turn it off, there's no yeah. rule that you have to watch. It's like if some, my buddy sends me a YouTube video of a traumatic sports injury. I don't like watching those. So I just yeah. don't click on them where I go, oh. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I don't like seeing somebody's knee get blown out. So Ugh. I just don't look at it. So, uh, yeah, it's the same. Quit whining. We, we're the spectators. We want to see what happened. We want to analyze yeah. the crash. Deal with it. Exactly. So those are the three things, you know, that was that. So should we pull up the track then? Yep. Yeah, that's how we uh, – uh, what's the name? Wait, where are we even going next week? Uh, Germany. It's the German GP. No, it's not the Saxon ring already, is it? It is. Oh, they were talking. It is the Saxon ring. Oh, jeez. It yeah. is. I've been waiting for this race. Saxon. Oh shoot! How do I spell it? I was trying to put it into Google Images. It was like, "Don't speak, don't spell German." 
Even though it's not German's not that hard to spell if you like know the language well, but I don't. Let's see. The Saxon Ring's sweet. And we said this would be the big race to see how Mark does because um, as we all know, Mark is king of the ring. He's There's... never not won a race. He's this... never not won a race. Yeah, this, this here is, at this uh... track. Oh man. There's a break. Like, there's not a race next week, right? No, it doesn't. No, we get one yeah. week off. Yeah. And is there a te they were talking? Is there a test this next week? I don't think so. I think we get one week off, and then we do back to backs again at Germany and Assen, the Czech GP. When is mm -hmm. the testing? Because they were talking about that. That's when Honda might turn things around when they have that test week. Is that this next week? I'll find it. Um, I said the Czech GP, I meant the Dutch GP, because that's yeah. awesome, is the track. The Cathedral of Speed, they call it. The Cathedral uh, of Speed. I can't, yeah, wait. So I can't wait for the Japanese GP. I can't GP. find when the text is next. I can't wait for the Japanese GP. Oh, wow, that one looks cool. We got a while, but yeah, Saxony looks great, man, and I just think we're going to be yeah. saying the same things. Yeah, the Japanese GP that, isn't for a couple months, but yeah, this one does look cool. I, I look for more of the same next week. I look for KTM to be awesome. Mm -hmm. um, even though this Ducati. I look KTM to be awesome. Uh, Fabio to be on the podium because he just will. Um, I, I, will this was a weird week from him, so I don't think it should. Yeah, I really think I really think that whatever issue he had with his uh, suit lost him the. Uh, Lost him the podium. He definitely wasn't going to win. He didn't have the speed today, but I think he lost a podium from that. Man, look at that last straightaway. Well, this yeah, the start finish rate is cool. I love that. Uh, I love that first sector. So it's a counterclockwise circuit. So you're going. Mm -hmm. So that final corner, the big final straightaway, like you said. Yeah. That'll be interesting to see if Ducati or KTM can blitz somebody. Well, and they that last year because because that that straight there's a small straightaway leading up to the last straightaway that's a pretty good straightaway too that they could they could hit it getting into that last turn. So this is why it's a mark track is because Mark loves left-handed circuits and there's a uh, lot of very uh, so if you look at look, turns nine, 10, 11, three, 13, four. 13, these are all but especially nine, ten, thirteen, these are in yeah. These are very fast left-handed turn and eight are very fast left-handed turns. 11. Yeah, you're right. Oh yeah. So that's why Mark just cleans up at this circuit. Dang. So he's won so, this. You said every year, or he's got a podium every year. What's the he deal has raced? It? No, he has raced it ten years in a row in different all different classes, and he literally has been on the top step every time. Wow. Oh man, he's that's crazy. So if he can't get on the podium, I, I actually anticipated him at least getting on the podium the week. But until the 2021 Honda. Yeah, that's the thing because he looked good in the race today until he crashed. He looks good. But he's got he's got to be getting so pissed or or just like mentally worn out because he does. I mean, it's it's got to be wearing on him. Yeah, I think I think his. His physicality with a week off, his physic because he was better physically than it was this week than I thought he'd be after, yes. uh, yeah, after a back to back. 
Mm-hmm. But now he's got a week off, so he should be there physically to at least contend for the podium. And if he's not, that just like I I think everybody's saying it now is that that Honda bike's always been shitty to ride. But Mark, Mark was just so ball, he was <laughs> so balls to the wall, so like whatever. He was able to overcome those issues. But now that he doesn't, he's kind of cooled it a bit. Mm-hmm. That bike's really showing what everybody's been saying for years. Is that nobody can ride that bike but Mark, and since Mark's not Mark anymore, like he can't ride it either. Jeez. So Honda might be in for a few years of shitty results until they can <laughs> rebuild that bike. Uh man, unfortunate. I was really looking. <laughs> I was really for, looking forward to seeing some good old fashioned Mark too, since I, you know, it's my first year watching this. Well, it's kind of for me too. When I got into first got into MotoGP, Valentino was on the end of his career, so I didn't really get to see the Valentino that everybody knows. Yeah, and who knows? You may find out with Mark is that you never really get to see the Mark that you know dominated MotoGP for a decade. Yeah, but uh, fortunately, you're getting to see Fabio and and Zarco. Yeah, and Zarco, you're getting to see him pretty pretty in talent. So, so let's do I, let's do picks. Should we do picks, or did you want to say something, Carl? Before I don't know. Uh, this is related. Um, test on official Barcelona test on Monday. Oh, great! So That'd this really is the test. This is it. the test week. Nice. That'll be. You're right. Uh, thanks for pointing that out. You'll all be really interested to see what Honda. Mostly Honda is who I'm really interested in. Um to see what happens in the test tomorrow. But all right, like, unless you want to pick your podium, I don't have anything useful for the podium. Podium predictions are best after you've seen a little bit of practice, I think, but. I think it's fun. I think it's fun to just pick it anyways and see. Okay, I'm going, I'm going uh, Zarco. Okay. Zarco for the win. Fabio second, Mark third. I like it. Get, put Mark on the podium. I like that. I don't think I actually think it'll happen because I think that Honda's gonna suck ass and Mark <laughs> will like get a maybe a top six. But who I'm hoping he gets. I'd love to see him on the podium. Carl, you want to go next? I'm gonna be enthusiastic about Honda because it's the test week. And I think okay. they'll figure something out. And with Mark looking strong and a week off, I am not gonna say podium for him, but I could say fourth for him. Um, I think Zarco, Fabio, and Miguel on podium. Oh, good call! Again, the KTM's on the podium. Yeah. yeah, I, you know, I'm gonna go something similar to yours, except for I'm gonna go Fabio at number one. I'm gonna go Zarco at number two, and I'm gonna go uh, Bender. I'm saying Bender gets to be the best KTM. Put him. I can on see the Bender's Bender's very very good. Um. Yeah, poor Darko, man. Always a bridesmaid, never a bride. I know. I know. Dude, he's got like nine second places uh, or something like that. And my 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 dark horse, my dark horse is I'm, I. I think Maverick's gonna do for a good run. He is due for a good race because even when Mavs had bad years, he will come in and turn in some results. Yeah. Well, with again a test week and maybe the shakeup of a new a crew chief. I don't know. I could see something happening. He needs to get his head around it because if you noticed, even in one of the practice sessions or one of the qualifying sessions, 
both the Spargo brothers were behind him and he was doing, he wasn't as pissed as he was when Mark was there, but he was still looking over his shoulder like a little bitch instead of just putting his head down and racing. And yeah, now when I thought about that, yeah, last thing I'll point out when I, when I was thinking about it this week and watching that quality, I remembered that actually all the times I've ever seen Maverick in an amazing qualifier, he was always just completely alone on circuit. And he actually, I noticed over the years, he really tries to go completely by himself. But somebody gets behind him, and it's like all of a sudden he can't qualify. <laughs> so it's like, it, this is part of the reason why you can't race. Like, you, you yeah. get messed up in races, dude. This was the funny part about, you know, earlier this year we were talking about it. We we're really excited because, you know, the, uh, you know, the kid coming, all this stuff. You're like, all right, he's finally fixed his mental issues. Because he, you know, started off so strong, and then looks like they're back. Yep. All right. Well, on that note of shitting on Maverick. Um, well, what about yeah, what, what about Rint? We got to figure out no. if he's over or under for for. Oh yeah. Let's, let's, no, he's not Rint. What he no, is going to yeah, come back he for is, he'll, Yeah, he'll be back. he had a good surgery, and they're going to put pins in, and he said he'll be back for Saxony. Yeah. Okay. He's going to race. He's going to race conservatively and be in like 15, somewhere in the 10 15. to 15 range and then he'll crash on lap like 18. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to go for that. I think he's, uh, he's going to make it all the way. He's going to finish. Okay. Carl says he'll finish. I'm, I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to say, uh, I do not finish, and I'm going to say that it happens more on like lap five or six. Trying to make up for his. Yeah, I think he's going to. I think he's going to. Yep, I think he's going to try to try to. Whatever the option is for Greg. Yeah, we we got a podium prediction and a Rins crash pool. (laughs) Rins crash watch list. Poor Asset. I've said it before. He is actually my favorite rider in terms of riding style. And everything. Yeah, he's just had some bad luck this year. Yeah. Just had some bad. Well, luck. bad luck and just been a. He's just been a dickhead. Well, because didn't you say a couple of those um, crashes were just him being kind of reckless? Yeah. 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 Not understanding his bike as well as John does. Yeah. <laughs> if John figured out how to qualify, man, he'd be on the podium pretty much every week. Well, that's what they said all last year. If he, they figured out qualifying, he would have actually won races. Yeah, and it's true. <laughs> all right, calling it. All right, enjoy. Let everybody was able to jump on. I'll talk to you guys. You know, we'll see you in next two weeks. race, but yeah, we'll talk before then. But yeah, for next race, yeah. for sure. Sounds good. Have a good night, guys. All right. Good night.